Hey, Starling, welcome to the Starseed Mission Podcast, a jam packed series to help you understand your Earth mission, awaken your multidimensionality, and embody your highest self in a grounded and empowered way. My name is Z Earth Star Healer, the founder of the Earth Star Academy. We support God's angels on Earth, the star seeds, indigos, dream weavers, and light workers. We meet in the heart of the Christos organic ascension path, and together we're on a mission to return divine love to the heart of all of humanity and ring in heaven on Earth. In my podcast, I'll teach you how to access your higher consciousness, heal yourself on all levels, connect with your angelic galactic support team, and lead a miracle-filled life of divine purpose. Welcome here, get cozy, and let's get started with today's episode. Welcome everybody, welcome Cosmic Family, Cosmic Earth Family. I'm so happy to be back here with you all again. This is day two of our live stream series. So I'll let everybody kind of settle into the energy field and just let a couple of people roll in. Um, if you're watching a replay of this video, um, obviously the people that are joining live beyond this moment, they're going to miss this message. But I got to start here because the conversation we're about to have today, it's a very difficult one to have. And I know that a lot of different people, we all have our different perspectives and different opinions um, and so on and so forth. And so I want to make sure that I just uh, speak this sentence here. I'm getting just like the strongest deja vu I've ever had in my life. It's going on for like 10 seconds now. It's really tripping me out. <laughs> Oh, somebody is reminding me about the banner. Thank you so much. <laughs> I totally would have forgot if you did not um, remind me. So shout out to Bridget for that. <laughs> okay. So this is a very difficult conversation to have because nobody wants to um, look at these energies is much easier to talk about, you know, what the reptilians are doing out there and how they're snatching people up and taking them in the underground uh, bases and stuff. But um, today our conversation is really directed inwards and it is a conversation about um, how these distortion energies have really affected our physical bodies and our own experience as human beings. You know, if you are not living in a state of just complete knowingness that you're a divine creator being and you are living in a place where you're creating everything that you need and beyond, you know, in the moment that you need it and you're just joyful and enjoying your creation, if, you know, life is more difficult than that, if you're not feeling like you're a divine being half the time. If you're living in a vibration where you are critical of yourself and judgmental of yourself and you can't find that self-love, and in fact, there's a lot of this self-conflict energy, um, you know, chances are that this reptilian, uh, as I call it, the reptilian overlay, it's affected you and it's basically affected every human being that currently lives on this planet, right? Because... Um, the planet was under, um, you know, interdimensional demonic control, for the lack of uh, other words to say it like it is, for a long time. And so we're going to try to 
kind of explain how this has happened. And also, I really don't claim to be an expert on this. I don't claim to know. I feel like there are things that are human. Um, there are things that are human self. There are things that are our human mind, you know, can't comprehend in all the angles that exists. Right? Like we can kind of only glimpse at it. And so I'm claiming that I'm only sharing the story from my perspective, from my personal experience, um, and from my personal exploration. And I hope that you will take what resonates, of course, and just kind of apply the information in a way that's helpful to your return to being a divine human being, to your original divine template all the time. And that's why we're going to complete today's. Uh, conversation with the healing, where we are going to address some of these basic distortions. If you, I mean, I know that a lot of starseeds, we are targeted by these uh, distortion energies. Um, I will share a little bit of my own abduction experiences, but um, my main intention with this isn't really to just talk about stuff. My main intention is to uplift our field and to assist us in raising our frequency. And the real way that we do this is by processing, you know, our pain body. And a lot of that stuff is just so extreme that in our mundane consciousness, we're not able to reach into those places. So this is beyond just, you know, oh, my mom was mean to me at some point and my teacher didn't let me go to the bathroom. Like, yes, those inner child traumas also need to be healed. But a lot of these ultra subconscious um, traumas that are planetary, that are collective, and that are interdimensional, they're more difficult for, you know, just people that, you know, maybe you're not an energy healer and you're not doing this work all day long like I'm blessed to be able to do. And so my intention is really to be able to hold space for a deep uh, healing and clearing of these frequencies. And of course, uh, these frequencies will kind of be um, transmitted out to you. But if you don't feel like receiving them, then you can just say, no, I don't want this. Like, I'm not really trying to, like, enforce some sort of planetary healing or anything. I'm just purely intending to share these frequencies with you because they have been extremely helpful in my own life and in understanding why some of these seemingly human distortions that I was experiencing are actually interdimensional at their roots. Um, for example, you know, I had an eating disorder back when I was in high school and it nearly killed me. But at the time, I thought it was just this eating disorder. Um, and as time went on and my psychic abilities opened and I looked back through the timeline, I could see that there were interdimensional portals open and these beings had tagged me from by the time I was about three years old. Um, which is also something that I found when I was going in to do this interdimensional healing. We're we are all able to do this for ourselves. It's just that we've not been taught or shown that this is a part of our awareness. And I would highly recommend any star being or person that recognizes yourself as a spiritual person or an awakened person to begin to the, do this kind of quantum healing work because you know you've probably heard by this point that the war is spiritual. Um, meaning that a lot of things that we are being distracted by in the 3D, they actually have their roots in the multidimensional reality. And that a lot of the control systems, and we want to blame the government, we want to blame the central you know, financial systems, but actually beyond all of that, they are held by interdimensional beings and were created by interdimensional beings. And that is why satanic ritual abuse 
um, is so prevalent on this planet, why human trafficking is so prevalent on this planet. So we're going to go into talking about how that all works, how you have been affected, and how to um, move back into energetic sovereignty because you are a divine sovereign being. Um, that is why they had to lie to you for so long to trick you into believing that that's not what you were because that was literally the only way they can take that power and use it for themselves. So I want to begin this discussion um, from this zooming way out, right? You might be, if you're very sensitive, you might feel me zooming my frequency way out into the sky. Um, and for many years now, I have been integrating this fragment of my soul, this direct channel that goes upwards from the source of my being. And uh, for a while, I was telling people that I'm from Andromeda, but I, in fact, that's actually the last place that I was, um, or the, the stargate that I took to enter uh, the universal sphere and this um, local star system here in Solaris. And so I actually had to come in and go to Andromeda, get like a lowdown on you know what's happening in this universe, and then <laughs> kind of go to Sirius and get more training for the Starseed <laughs> uh, missions. And then I eventually came to Earth. So a lot of astrologers, they, they say that I'm actually from Sirius because technically that was the, the last, last place where I was at. But <laughs> for a very, very many lifetimes, I was in Andromeda and it was in the angelic realms in Andromeda. And some of you might be wondering how I can be an angel and a scientist at the same time. And one of the myths that I'm here to dispel is that People on earth are fooled into thinking that angels are these big fluffy winged things um, in the corner of the uh, room and they just kind of smile at you. And for um, those of you who are asking me to hold my mic, this is a close direction or a near distance mic. So I actually am not able to move it away from my mouth any further um, and, and it will start to get really quiet. And so I hope that this is sufficient. Um, but anyway, so people think that angels are these big, fluffy, two-dimensional things that just sit there and smile at you and are very loving. But actually, angels are beings that are in a higher dimension, dimension and they are the higher dimensional aspects of ourself. They're the part of ourself that is closest to the source of all things. And so um, the fact that there is a structure of the universe and that there is a almost like a geometry or a template or an energy or a, an intent that the universe is creating through, um, there then are beings that are um, co-creating with that force. And I'm hoping that this is making sense. I'm really just transmitting this frequency and, you know, one of the gifts that I am honing in is actually being able to translate those things into human language. And sometimes the frequencies when they come in, if they're kind of new and I haven't spoken them before, um, it could be a little strange for me. So um, basically, as I started waking up to who I am and on a soul level, I, I begin to remember these specific things that are very particular, you know, you, like, for example, um, I don't think that a 16-year-old piano major would all of a sudden be thinking about, you know, how devotion to the universe 
gives you um, gives you more access to understanding the universe itself. <laughs> this is a very specific knowing, right? And I understood that this is actually the basis of science upstairs is that you, you know, recognize that the divine creation is full of this, this stuff. And the stuff is basically, you know, I feel it as, as um, primordial creative energy. Primordial creative energy is full of potency and joy and creativity and love and it's excitement. And it's this thing that it's full of potential and it's not yet anything, right? And it's like there is an intent that is moving through time that it's like, okay, we can create anything. What are we going to experience? And then eventually we realize that life is the most fun thing because with life you can experience more and more diverse and complex iterations and fractals of yourself. And so when the universe made that realization, we began to focus and create everything in devotion to life. And that's why, you know, we created the elements. And I hope that you can hear in my voice. I'm almost about going to cry because I love the universe so much. It's been so joyful to be in the state of co-creativity. And so eventually different fractals of the source were created. And these were what you would be called like the original angelic beings. And we all had different specialties and different focuses and ultimately we're all one thing we're all the one source and so I'm telling the story from this perspective because it's from that place that this story with the reptilians first began um, I know that you know in those places that we were originally you know uh, dragon cosmic serpent beings and when I say that, I really don't even mean that we were physical. It's like we imagine there's a comet and the comet is flying through space and it's got a tail. You kind of feel like it looks like kind of a snake, right? It kind of looks like a snake, but it's just this like line of light and energy that's flying. And so <laughs> it's got certain energies to it. And because it is you know, completely in devotion to the oneness of life and it's in resonance with the original laws, which are, you know, the law of oneness or the, the laws of um, creation being in resonance and in alignment with creation. And so through, in those vibrations, we began to create denser and denser dimensions. And eventually, um, as I'm saying, like, um, we actually understand, obviously, how energy flows through these axial tonal and multidimensional lines to reach and, and condense into denser and denser realities. And please give me feedback if I'm making sense. <laughs> Thank you. So with this knowledge, eventually we created life forms that were complex that began to um, reflect more and more of the complexity and immenseness of our true cosmic soul essence self. And by that I mean more and more complex beings that are hominid and that are human-like. And so knowing that these advanced bodies, advanced vessels 
we're created so that this cosmic energy can experience self in this density. Um, of course, we knew that in order to do that, we had to start through time because in order to create an ultra density, like you know, here we experience in the physical, you there are certain laws that um, in order to condense cosmic energy in a way, you have to create it over time. And because you're the universe and, and you are expanded in that way, um, you can create infinite time, right? You can experience infinite time. You can create time that goes really fast. You can experience time as, as going really fast. Or you can experience time as going really slowly. And so in the uh, case that we are creating things, in the 3D, things had to take a very, 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 very long time, right? Because even the angelic beings and source itself had to learn and discover and explore and imagine new things to create, new ways to, you know, come uh, make complex harmonies in the ecosystem, all of those things. So all this is to say that we created these bodies and these planets with a lot of complexities. Complexities meaning, you know, with the ley line systems and the meridian systems and how cosmic energy was going to actually infuse itself and exist and express itself in materialization. Like this is quite incredible. And there was a lot of science that had to go, go into it. You know, it wasn't all by accident. There was um, learning billions of years of learning and exploration and imagination and joy um, that went into the concocting of this complex templates that we experience as our planet and as our body. So at some point, um, to my understanding, uh, and again, this is kind of a personal perception, right? These are not things that I have read. These are things that I have remembered or felt deep inside of myself as I begin to remember more and more of my own angelic lineage and lifetimes. Um, and also back in 20, so when I was saying that I witnessed the big boss be taken out, I think I said it was in 2017. But when I went back to think about it, it was actually in 2018. It was the beginning of 2018, and I was in ceremony, and I closed my eyes, and all of a sudden, I saw this giant blue portal in the sky, and there were three fish-headed Egyptian goddesses around the portal, and I realized I was holding the fourth pillar. And during this ceremony, I watched what I perceived as the original or the leader, <laughs> the fallen angel that had created this whole reversal um, situation to serve himself. Um, and it was a very painful and extreme situation that had occurred. And I remember feeling that there was a lot of kind of complex emotions that I was feeling <laughs> as this um, as this being was being escorted off the planet. And those complex emotions involved, you know, first of all, having unconditional love and forgiveness for this being, because, you know, you're an angel, so how else can you feel? But beyond that, there were feelings of shame and humiliation and, you know, crap, now we're going to have to clean this mess up, you know, things like that. And so we watched this being exit the planet. 
And actually, the moments after that ceremony were really beautiful because I remember there was a serene peace that came over. Um, noticing that, you know, this planet can finally heal and can finally shake off the rest of the minions, as that thought called them, the lower um, hierarchical entities that were working for that fallen angel. Um, and ultimately, you know, the fallen angel wanted to have power for himself. It was like he was no longer um, desiring to co-create with the universe itself. And that came from a certain level of separation that that being had started to experience. And feeling like, you know, if you're separate from God, separated from God, the oneness, the one creation that we're all one with then you can begin to feel inferior to God, I guess. And these are my personal like thoughts, I guess, after having experienced that, because you know, I feel like um, let's just say that at this point of having seen the things that I have seen in the astral and interdimensional realms, a lot of these things, they make me feel a certain way. Like Having this background of this ultimate devotion and love and joy and appreciation for life itself, when you see just the complete degradation and destruction of that, it makes you feel a certain way, right? And so I feel that, um, whew, let's just hang on one moment. There is a force that wants to destroy things that are sacred. There is a force, and I believe that it was this being who started this war path, that wants to claim the universe for himself and make him the only God, um, where everything else in the universe is actually created for him to exploit and for him to destroy and for him to pillage. And you can see how on the earth, that's kind of how a lot of humans are acting. Um, but I would argue to say that it's actually because this reptilian overlay, that this overlay of energy has imprinted itself upon human beings in this process of this cosmic uh, situation that we're in. Um, and that originally, our original human templates that we were actually created to be these extremely creative and beautiful and divine and sacred beings. Um, so again, I feel that the reason why I'm, I'm saying these words is not really to help you intellectually understand how the universe works. <laughs> but actually to bring in a frequency that brings in medicine for the places that you have been abused by this energy. And that, uh, okay, so I'm just gonna give that a moment. And so I'm actually gonna go into um, talking about some of these personal experiences that I've had and it's a little bit difficult for me to talk about but I feel that a lot of you will get answers that you have been asking um, from hearing my story and so I know that I you know I'm meant to share these things
so so hard <laughs> it's so hard I'm about to start crying So they're saying that there is a process of universal completion that is happening at this time. And that basically what that means is that every little karma and drama situation that has happened in the universe is currently resolving itself. And a lot of that resolution work is happening here on Earth. And all of you are carrying different lines, different galactic lineages, different codes um, of situations and experiences that were had that are seeking reconciliation and healing. Um, and so that means that the earth is just this uh, petri dish and <laughs> petri dish and stew of all sorts of crazy stuff. And it's also a place where this very extreme thing is finally coming to a completion. So there's some of you that are saying that there has been a game of polarity integration. And the truth is that from my personal angelic self feelings <laughs> is that certain things have taken it too far. And my feeling has also always been that the free will experiment is all fine and dandy until there are innocent infants involved, until there is just absolute, no longer any regard for life and creation itself. And that when the angelics feel that that line was crossed, that is when, you know, the clarion call was sent out and that these galactic forces were sent in. And this is a very personal opinion that I think some of you will agree with. And there is also a lot of, you know, new age, uh, false light sort of superficial programs that are, uh, let's say, um, I don't really know the word, but it's like, you know, overly forgiving of abusers kind of thing um, and victim shaming kind of thing. So, okay, they're saying get to it, get to it. I'm kind of beating around the bush. <laughs> okay, so... The reptilian overlay that I'm talking about is kind of like an interdimensional negative alien machinery, negative alien um, energetic mainframe that, it, that was created to hijack and steal human creative energy. And we in these human bodies experience creative energy in our physical bodies as sexual energy. And so basically that explains why there is so much child sex trafficking and pornography and why, you know, they can remove apps from the 
iPhone app store and they can remove all sorts of things from different things on the internet, but they can't remove child porn, right? It's like there is a force on this planet that has created these uh, structures of energetic sexual abuse towards humanity. And a lot of that abuse is perpetrated by the negative reptilians who are interdimensional. And if you're new to this stuff, you might just be like, wow, this lady is just completely bonkers and out of her mind. <laughs> but unfortunately, um, let's just say that I've spent the majority of the last seven years really focused on completely healing myself and getting through all of the traumas that are stored in my body. And when I went through all of the more human stuff and ancestral stuff, I started coming into the more soul level weird stuff. And this is really what um, I want to talk about. And again, it's not, it's like, it's not really a conversation, it's an energy and we're already inside of it. And I know that the people that are sensitive, you're feeling the medicine come through and I'm still beating around the bush on some levels because it's hard to talk about. <laughs> so we're going to try to align and address. Okay. So a lot of star seeds, um, we have experienced interdimensional abduction experiences. I think that there's a lot of... Uh, things that are currently in the disclosure community that are talking about like galactic trafficking and the secret space program and stuff. And I feel that a lot of it, I mean, the truth of the disclosure is that it's interdimensional and that is happening to a lot of people. In fact, I would say that is happening to most people on this planet who are spending their entire day in an office or doing something that they are not invested in on a soul level, that they're exchanging their creative energy, exchanging their sexual energy. Um, again, because our sexual energy is the energy that fuels these bodies, that moves these bodies. When I say sexual energy, I really just mean life force energy. And life force energy is what we have that moves us through time, that allows us to experience life. And so for the most part, most humans are exchanging their life force energy with a system that is just taking it, right? And this is actually, you know, on the surface, in the 3D, it just looks like people are going to work, people are going to school, people are mind control, people, there's a false matrix. But when you look at it interdimensionally, there are actually systems in, in place that are taking that energy and that are abusing the humans on another level and it's just shocking I can't believe I'm like speaking these words right now it's like shocking to me <laughs> okay um, so one thing that I really wanted to touch on was the different levels of hijacking that has occurred in the spiritual community and how because this is a interdimensional war um, of course, keeping people from waking up is like their number one uh, intention. 
And so they have been creating lots of very spiritual and complex programs, including, you know, things like the Twin Flame thing. Um, I'm not saying that Twin Flames are completely irrelevant and untrue. I'm saying that 98% of the information out there about Twin Flames are absolutely wrong. And 98% of people that are out there looking for their Twin Flame are in some sort of program. And I'm going to share my personal story of that program. Um, and if you're super attached to Twin Flames and want to throw rocks at me right now, that's totally okay. Um, just don't literally throw rocks at me because that would hurt. <laughs> so here's what happened. Five years ago, um, I was um, just meeting this man. And I actually went to high school with this man, but I didn't know him. And when we met, I started having very, very, very many dreams about this person being my twin flame. It was almost excessive. It's like, the first day that I had that dream, I you know just felt such a deep amount of longing and all of these things that I've read on the internet about about it. You know, you feel this spiritual connection and you feel like you were meant for each other and that you you met before in some other dimension. Well, guess what? You did meet each other on a different dimension. And I soon after that basically fell in love with this person. And continue to have like 50 more dreams about them being my twin flame. And maybe half a year or eight months into the relationship, I began to notice some red flags. But then, because I have been watching all these YouTube videos about twin flames, and they're saying, yo, you just got karma to work through. And if you work through it, then <laughs> you're going to save the world. So... Just keep fighting. <laughs> and so um, eventually there were some extreme red flags and I left the relationship. But again, this is after having, you know, I'm not even exaggerating when I say like 50 dreams about this person being my twin flame. And uh, even years after I left this person, I still believe they were my twin flame. Um, even though at that point I was really beginning to have my questions about the twin flame thing. And of course, I would have these two sides, right? It was like the people that really did believe in the twin flame thing, and they were like, don't listen to the haters, you know, they just don't understand. We're special, and 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 we have twin flames. And then there's like the people that have kind of gotten chewed up and spat out on the other side who are like, you know, get out while you can, you know, kind of thing. So... Um, let's just say that eventually as I began to do more and more of this healing I, and have done several regressions, I realized that I was actually abducted by these greys and reptilians with this person. And let me tell you, this person actually has angelic DNA, of course, because that's what they want. And so, of course, you know, I was making all these excuses about how this person, you know, he's spiritual, so he must be my twin flame. Like, we talk about the same stuff and... I feel the spiritual resonance or whatever. You must be my twin. So anyway, I finally remembered that we were abducted and these reptilians did horrendous things to us um, and that in included raping me and shape-shifting into my dad while they're doing it. 
and I know this is just, you know, absolutely ridiculous. Um, but again, it's like this force just wants to take what is divine and what is sacred, which is really, you know, this inner part of all of us. That is why this world is created in a way where no child grows up without being, you know, harmed and traumatized in some way. Like we're all in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and we have to like self-heal all the time. And the world's not supposed to be like that. The reality is not supposed to be like that. And so when I uh, went into the regression, this was like a three-hour regression. It was ridiculous. Um, and, you know, I've been doing this quantum healing work for a long time. Um, I have probably done, you know, a thousand client sessions at this point. And honestly, I have a pretty good track record. And people are usually pretty surprised by how accurate I am. And so when I started seeing these things, of course, I was like, oh, I'm just making all this up. Like, really, <laughs> just, you know. Um. Anyway, saw that they were actually trying to take our DNA and force or just actually coerce us to make them a baby. And I know this is really crazy at this point. Um, but actually, our angelics actually came in because for whatever reason that was not allowed like I for whatever reason I have some levels of protection and that was just absolutely not allowed and so that program was dissolved and when that program dissolved I just basically was guided to start looking into things like the alien love bite syndrome and different kinds of stuff like that so um I would say that in my client sessions, about 60 to 70% of the time, there has been interdimensional sexual trauma. And it's kind of ridiculous. Honestly, it's sick. <laughs> I don't even have words for it. I'm like laughing because, you know, obviously it's just very uncomfortable to talk about because I'm a human being and the distortion and trauma of these kinds of things is just, you know, I, I feel like I have to just talk about it um, because maybe you're feeling something in your body. Um, and no, I'm not a past life regression therapist, but I am a quantum healer. And so um, the work that I do is very interdimensional where we just basically reach into your multidimensional body um, to read all the energies that are there and you know it's really easier than um you think and and what i really like to do now as i was saying yesterday my job is a self-healing guide and so all these things i've done for myself i rarely work with other healers i rarely trust other people in my energy body there's maybe you know three people in the world that you know i work with um i'm not sure if they want me to share who they are because they're kind of hidden, so let me ask them if um, you guys need help. But really what I do is teach people how to heal themselves because you have all the power inside of you to address all of these energies um, because you are meant to live in a state where you are free, you are happy, you are experiencing joy and pleasure in your body. You are meant to feel like you are the creator inside of your own life. You are meant to feel like this body is you know, miraculous and beautiful. Um, 
And we're not meant to live, you know, in insecurity and confusion and pain and poverty. And so uh, with all that being said, let me just tune in to see if there's anything else before we just get into our healing. Oh, yes. Um, one more memory about that stuff, that interdimensional stuff. I went to a boarding school when I was uh, six, and I have always wondered if something had gone down there because since I was little, I would have these like really weird thoughts about sexuality like way before I even knew what sex was and part of that is that I realized that I was just a really sensitive child and so there was a lot of weird stuff that was happening around me I mean when you think about it human trafficking is a huge thing it's real and everybody knows about it it's everywhere and so if you lived in a city chances are you lived close to a place where human trafficking happened or was happening where you know sexual abuse has happened or was happening and as really sensitive energy beings you know you are not separate from that and your body feels and you know may have you know uh, held on to some of those those energies if the person that was feeling the fear was really expressing or like in it right but when I was little, I was at a boarding school, and I, I don't think anything physically happened to me then because my mom worked at that um, that place. So she lived there with me. She was a teacher. And eventually, I, when I was older, I learned that the teacher's husband went to jail for pedophilia and that it was actually a, a girl in my dorm room that told her parents about it. And so... When I tuned into that, like basically a week after that, my mom found out and she came and she um, she started having me live in her room. So I don't think actually anything happened to me in the physical, but during this regression, I realized that there was literally this reptilian ship parked above that school. And I remember the energy of that place. Like, you know, even when I was little, I didn't know I was sensing energy, but obviously I was really sensitive and I saw like everything kind of in colors and it was very gray and scary and cold in some ways, right? So definitely saw that there was an interdimensional spaceship above the school that was kidnapping people and doing experiments on them. And, you know, we have bodies in the other planes too because when you think about you know how we exist I know that I exist you know on a light ship above the sky as my you know Andromedan self that is feeding information back to me I can feel that really strongly sometimes so we also have you know a body in the astral plane that you dream in and it feels real when you're there and so these places exist and a lot of people are being siphoned from it but we you know, are working really hard. There's a lot of grid workers that I know that are consciously working on dismantling these things and cleaning the astral plane out. I know that that is a huge part of my mission. And I know that the people that are resonant with my frequency and with my messages, that it's likely that, you know, this is part of your mission as well. And how we begin to initiate that, that mission is to actually... Um, first of all, completely liberate ourselves from the control grid. And this is not like, oh, you know, you quit your job or you move out of the city because this is an inside job. Um, meaning that these energies 
they have hooked into us. They have constricted the ways that our bodies move. They have shaped the way that our energy is and the way that we express ourselves, right? It, this is all a part of the overlay, the artificial grid system. Um, and it's you can experience it as, you know, false personalities or um, programmed thought patterns or just tension in the fascia and your body, how, you know, you're not used to it, but you're always holding your body in some way. And unless you actually go in and meditate, you, you don't really realize that, you know, oh, yeah, wow, I'm really holding tension there. I didn't even know. And when you go into the tension, you'd be surprised that there's a lot of stuff in there. And actually, that is what I call our slice of the hologram our slice of the interdimensional reality and a lot of for a lot of us that are star seeds our mission are coded in those spaces our missions are you know the tra traumatic experiences that we have had that we have chosen to resolve and to ascend out of and to transcend in this lifetime and so we will do a healing. I feel like we've just been opening up the space. And I know that these spaces can be really scary. And that is why we refuse to go down into our lower chakras. Um, it's much better to be in the spiritual bypass, you know, let's be love and light and spiritual all the time kind of energy. But we want to get into these spaces inside of our body so that we can reclaim them, so we can bring that true love and light energy into our complete whole body, right? So that we're feeling that all the way through because that's when we can actually create heaven on earth is that that heaven on earth energy is existing in all levels of our body and our light body and our physical body. We're going to take a little break now and listen to a special message from the Earth Star Academy. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, angels, it's me again, the Earth Star. I just wanted to let you know about our incredible mothership. It's a dream come true for starseeds, a place where you can express your magical cosmic self and receive full spectrum training, healing, and quantum support on your mission. Our colossal 500-module curriculum includes teachings like psychic training, negative ego healing, creation mastery, advanced training for healers, sacred contact with ETs, spirit guides of source, vessel optimization, grid work, new earth entrepreneurship, full spectrum healing and DNA activation, and of course, a detailed breakdown of our mission on earth and so much more. You might ask, how am I able to offer such a wide spectrum of knowledge? Well, I've been training with the Guardians for a decade to serve you exactly in this way. We tried to think of every possible thing you might need to succeed as a sovereign creator, consciousness lifter, and timeline weaver, and to make all of this available to you in our $89 monthly membership, which also includes a community space where you can connect with other starseeds and lightworkers, weekly live Q&As, workshops, healings, and planetary gridwork ceremonies with me and the Earthstar team. The Mothership is a light technology, and it is a pristine source love field held by the Guardians in our angelic galactic team. It was made to support you on Earth in every way, and it's such an honor to walk this incredible journey with you. If all of this makes your heart flutter with joy and excitement, you can go to earthstar.academy to sign up. 
We all deserve a safe and loving place to rest our wings, and I'm so honored to build that mothership with you. Once again, that's earthstart.academy. Can't wait to welcome you home, Starling. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the Starseed Mission Podcast. Let's now get back to the show. And so as that energy is coming in, we are shifting into our um, our healing ceremony. This is a good time to step away if you are not wanting to maybe engage in that level of healing right now, but want to come back later. Um, if you're, you know, driving or anything, definitely, you know, don't follow along. Um, but on that part, I... I'm just really intending to bring in the vibrations and energies and the sense of our sovereign divinity to uh, assist us in processing any of these super difficult and absurd, possibly horrendous and disgusting things that may have happened to us interdimensionally. You know, even if it is just being told that we have to use our extraordinarily cosmic and divine creative energy to sit in an office all day. And just recognize how even that is a complete, you know, degradation of who you truly are. And how interdimensionally you may respond to that as energetic slavery and energetic slavery is sexual slavery, as we have explained, right? Oh, and they want me to kind of explain the trauma grid. Okay. So on my cross-country uh, grid work journeys, um, one year, I it was my birthday, and I was driving from the East Coast to the West Coast, and I knew that I was supporting the earth in releasing some of these energies of human trafficking because a lot of human trafficking occurs on trains and also on um, obviously like major highways and oftentimes they are over ley lines. And I saw that what was happening was that this fear and this fear and just trauma and control and slavery, just all of that bad stuff, or being just pushed into the Earth's grid so that... Um, so the Earth's ley line system is intimately connected to human consciousness. One second. Because originally the angelics created the ley line system for the purpose of um, collective evolution. And <clears throat> it's like uh, all of the beings that are on earth and all the living creatures, we're all connected to these ley lines of energy, which is actually consciousness. Cosmic energy is the same as consciousness. And so it's like we could see when the planet was ready for uh, a collective evolutionary process where we could introduce, you know, different life forms or different systems where it would just like, you know, the whole planet would just look completely different. Or in the case of something um, of more complex levels of evolution, um, like, you know, consciousness, 
um, that we would be able to just pulse these codes into the planet through the ley line system and humans would go through different levels of spiritual evolution. And so, um, like I was telling you in the beginning of this video, the beings that have taken over this planet and have enslaved humanity, it comes from a high place. So these beings, these fallen angelics, they know how the ley line works. They understand how human consciousness works. They understand how powerful and how profound our creative energy truly is. And that is why, you know, they wanted to control us to begin with. And so that is why also there are military bases and churches and all sorts of different, you know, reversal ritual magic kind of things placed in significant places on the planet significant stargates, you know, military uh, presence. And so when I was driving and watching and, you know, following these energy lines in my car, you know, just lifting that coagulated fear energy out of the ground, you know, and this is really just allowing us to realize that there is an interdimensional reason why human trafficking is so prevalent on this planet. It's not normal. Um, regular human or regular divine uh, humanoid beings in society, you know, we don't, um, it's like not enough to just say we don't do shit like that. <laughs> so just to bring our awareness to the fact that like, yeah, like that is something significant and there is an interdimensional reason why that happens and for the most part, it is to control and limit human consciousness and keep us from accessing our cosmic uh, self, our cosmic connection, our cosmic energy. And there was someone that commented and asked if there are benevolent cosmic dragon beings and if they're here with us, well, here we are and here you, know, you are because we are here to support this planetary healing and without understanding things on this level without uh, seeing these things, um, we can kind of run around in circles. You know, I wanted to make this kind of, this is really like a disclosure kind of talk. Like this is an internal level of disclosure that I'm not seeing out there in the disclosure reality right now because we're so focused like, oh yeah, there's kids being trafficked and you know, it's like, well, we're screaming really loud about it, but I'm not really seeing a lot of people doing anything. And it's because, you know, until your vessel is clear, you're always going to feel stuck. Like you can't create what you want. You can't just do what you want. You don't have what you need to do what you want because that cosmic creative energy, that sexual energy, that life force energy, it's not flowing. It's being siphoned. It's stuck in the vessel. And so this is why so much of my work is about that self-healing because this is how we liberate our body, liberate our energy body, and really be the divine creator, infinite beings that we are. And, you know, stop just thinking like, oh yeah, we're divine creator beings, but then, you know, we're broke and we can't go and create a task force to rescue all trafficked children and create all homes to help them heal and just create everything we need to transform this planet. And, you know, the new age society, they have duped you to believe that all you have to do is stay in your heart and love and light it away 
when the truth is that you are a infinite, powerful creator being that's capable of creating whatever it is that you want. And so it's time to, you know, go in there and realize that there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to fear. All it is, is these pieces of energies, these emotional energies that, you know, look scary, but um, you are so much more powerful than that. And we are not here. Your soul didn't come here to watch other people do it. You didn't come here to sit around while the aliens heal the world. You are the aliens. <laughs> the earth and the human people are like, please come help us. And then, and then we came and now we're here. <laughs> so... Um, the first step is within. And I know that we hear that a lot, but this is a literally a mechanical thing. We reclaim our power by literally reinstating ourselves all the way through to our physicality in all dimensions and levels of our being. That we are ultra-powerful, infinite creator beings. And we do that through, you know, diving into the most painful and disempowered and distorted parts of ourselves. And if we bring, you know, love to it, if we bring patience to it, if we, if we sit in the truth of our true divinity, then we will surely succeed. And I see that somebody is saying, you know, I just got attacked. Now, I want you to understand that nothing can actually attack you if you don't have holes in your energy body. And so again, this is why we don't go to war without our weapons, because our weapon, this, the most powerful weapon of all is our embodied divine sovereign beingness. And so I totally understand being attacked because I used to get attacked all the time because I'm constantly saying no to the false light and trying to get in to, you know, empower myself. And, you know, in every level of your expansion, there's going to be forces that try to stop you, right? Because when your energy, when you're the vibration of your field changes, the control system can feel that. And so, you know, when I get attacked, this is what I love to say. Thank you, because it would have taken me hours of meditation to figure out where my hole was, and you just showed me where it is. So you actually accelerated my self-healing process by attacking me. And Charleston says, unless you're implanted, and the implants are the same, the implants come in where our holes are, and that is why... You know, I guys, trust me, I know it's hard. You don't know how many tens of hundreds of hours I have spent rolling around on the floor crying and fluids rolling out in all crevices of my being. Like, it's not, sometimes it's not a graceful thing. And the thing is, though, 
you know, this is really to empower you and to let you know that nothing is more powerful than you. And if you're feeling attacked, just take a step back and recognize that there is a hole and, you know, that that is some place that, you know, probably requires your attention and go with it with the energy of water. This person, <laughs> Laura says, I was drinking. <laughs> right. Um, so <laughs> thanks for sharing, Laura, and being, you know, vulnerable and sharing with us. So, yeah, definitely, you know, this is like what warrior training is, interdimensional uh, activation, like there's nothing to fear and it's all here to strengthen you. It's all here to support you. I know that I signed up for all the crappy, shitty things that have happened to me so that I can sit here right now and, you know, support humanity through this. And I know that, you know, all of you beautiful people that are vibing with this frequency right now, uh, thank you so much for being here and for you know, sharing that intent because we have to embody our divine creatorship. That is a first step because it's like the good old bus driver analogy. You can't take people where you haven't been. And we are here to kind of uh, march forth into embodied divinity and all of humanity is headed towards that. And if you're here feeling like you're here to support humanity through this, know that your first step in doing that. Um, and Risa says, Laura, you can place blame if you want to, but it's truly not necessary. It's true. It's not your fault. But it's important to make a flag in your own mind and say, hey, maybe uh, I'm going to love myself a little bit differently next time. And, um, you know, Choose different things. Here at the Earth Star Sanctuary, my beloved Jeff actually brews our own medicinal mead from our um, herbs and local honey and things like that. And is a completely different vibration. And of course, we don't like drink a lot or often, but you know, um, there are different things that you can do. And we are divine creator beings. And so there are different, it's like, you know, how things are made and what they're intended for is important. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go in. Uh, I think that today's conversation came in to remind us that even though things are changing on the outside, uh, we still have work to do. It's like everything is trying to distract us to think that something else Someone else, somebody outside of us, some societal thing, some government is going to fix everything. Everything wants you to think that. But the thing is, this interdimensional stuff, like who's going to come and heal your traumas for you? Aliens? Sometimes they help. One time I overdosed and almost died when I was young and stupid and these aliens came and they saved my life. But that's about, you know, the only time when situations like that are necessary because we have the power to heal ourselves, and we need to heal ourselves because we have to you know hold space and assist in humanity's healing every single person alive right now they have gone through interdimensional abuse and light body manipulation 
So we're learning how to master our energy, which is so amazing. And we are our own self-healing guide. Absolutely. The love that we have for ourselves, the intelligence of our body, the body is truly miraculous. So with that being said, I'm going to open the medicine space. And for those of you who are not in an environment that would be good for a deep healing session right now, I just recommend you kind of stop the video and you can come back later when you are in a safe space. And Jewel says, does healing and clearing the trauma heal the light body holes? Yes. Yes, it does. Because the holes are the trauma and the distortions and the imprints from the trauma. And so when you are going through the healing, you will literally feel your body become more light. And so with that being said, if you're wanting to uh, share in this healing ceremony, you can notice how you're feeling now and see if you're feeling differently afterwards. Okay. So I invite you to get comfortable. You might want to lie down and just get into a position where you are comfortable and you can relax. And I'm just going to give everybody a chance to get comfortable and for those of us who are not uh, going to, we're not feeling like it's a safe time for this, if we're going to come back later to uh, take time. And so just know that these sounds, their frequencies, I am going to speak sometimes. Um, and if you pay attention to, you know, the way that I word things and the way that the energy is working, um, you can begin to learn how to do this on your own, obviously. Um, and that the more you do it, the more integrated you're in your own power, And so Daryl asked if I can bring in dragon energy and I feel that I am very deeply connected to the original um, angelic dragon frequencies and so all of the sounds and codes that come in are from that place of the original um, ancient creation templates. Okay, so begin to breathe deeply into the lower belly. Just beginning to relax your body and tuning into how your body is feeling right now. Opening up the feet chakras to allow energy to flow through freely. First, we'll just call in or bring our awareness to the presence of our divine, angelic, higher self that is in oneness with the divine creation. 
And calling in all of our benevolent, source-connected, galactic team members that are supporting us at this time. And just continue to breathe into your body, coming into deeper and deeper levels of relaxation. release 
of all energies, distortions relating to the energies of sexual trauma, creational violation, energetic slavery in all dimensions and all of time space and all of our genetics. Just reach into your heart and maybe just a foot in front of your heart. And we're just going to collect some energies of our higher self, divine love for ourself. If it's hard for you to conjure up love for yourself, which is understandable sometimes, you know, as we're healing through these disconnections, think of 
something that you really love, like puppies or your animals or your children? Anything that you're able to conjure up this feeling of unconditional love and joy and just collect it here in front of the heart. And you can see that it's beginning to glow almost as this brilliant golden energy. And this golden energy, it's almost like the sun where you can feel that it's not just a color. And it's not just a light, but it's got some sort of scintillating divine intelligence inside of it. Pulling in this frequency of divine source intelligence. pull that ball of light that you have just cultivated with the energy of your own higher self essence and your own love and light pull that light into your heart and now sink that ball down into your lower belly Feel that energy begin to massage and dissolve all coagulated or hardened energy of self-criticism, self-judgment, self-loathing, unworthiness, and all of that anti-self energy and programming is just dissolving in this gentle glow of our self-love energy. And feel how that gentle love energy caresses your adrenals releasing any pent-up anxiety or fear understanding now that this healing this restoration of our own divine essence is all there is left to do at this time And without this part, without this work, heaven on earth simply cannot be created outside of us. Breathing that light back into our heart chakra. And now we're going to shoot that light through our heart outside of our body again. Almost as we're placing it in the center of the earth, but it's glowing so strong that it envelops the entire surface. And just gently allowing humanity to realize and remember that 
We are ever so worthy of love. and life and freedom and creativity and joy and abundance. Now there's nothing to fear because that is what heaven has ordained for us. And that the waking up process is simply us coming into this awareness and claiming it inside of our vessel and leading the way. of creation we are commanding for a complete removal of all overlays over the sexual organs of all implantation and seals keeping us from accessing all of our own creative energy of creation we are commanding for a release and clearing of all imprints and implants relating to creative energy siphoning and releasing all frozen miasms from trauma related to interdimensional sexual trauma and 
source of creation, we are commanding for a activation of the heart and sacral connection. Bring in this code that we are of sacred innocence, that all organic parts of ourselves are designed for us to experience joy and creativity and pleasure. Releasing all MK Ultra and media programming distortions around our sexuality, our sexual energy. and distortions around the male-female war or competition programming.
in your hands as if source or the divine or our own divinity have abandoned us and is out of reach seeing how it has been an illusion all along and that that divinity exists as a frequency that we are reawakening and recreating and rebuilding as the foundation of this planet anchored in each of our bodies and as a wave moving through humanity a wave of healing and peace This frequency is you and it is our divine innocence and peace and joy. And that anytime we want to find this frequency, just go deep into your heart. Beyond the places of judgment and of thought. Deep into the essential part of yourself. So honored and joyful to be here with everybody. What a powerful thing for us to do together at this time. So honored to be called and that you trust me. 
uh, to hold space with you. So I'm actually going to leave the container open for a bit. I'm going to sing one more song because I feel like the energy is still moving. And then I will end the stream. What are your recommendations for us to integrate slash anchor these powerful frequencies? The energy actually feels super playful um, because I feel like when the heaviness is lifted, we remember that, you know, creation is actually this really fun thing that we all love like oh my god what can i experience what can i play with what love can i exchange with the, the creation today so whatever it is that innocent in inner part of you i feel like for many of you there's kind of like a new spark that has awakened nurture that spark you know if it feels like a new soul piece or just a new activation that has happened um or just even like a this pure part of ourself that was told that, you know, you have to get a job and you're not worthy, you're not worth it, so you got to hide or you got to go away. So this part, you know, is finally uh, recognized that is actually this divine and beautiful and sacred part of ourselves. So this part that has returned, you know, allow her to be in the body, allow her to experience and feel and touch and experience things in the physical and, and allow her to, you know, integrate into the body. So you might want to go outside and jump around and feel how awesome it is to have a body and be on this freaking beautiful planet and then do everything that you can to protect it. And not in a fearful way, but in this heart-led way to know that you are powerful and this is your home and that you can, you know, do anything. <laughs> and if I don't say anything after this next song, I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm so happy that we get to spend this amazing time of transformation together. Today's chat was a little bit dense, but tomorrow we're going to be talking about the original human template, the original DNA. And so, you know, I feel that the energies are more going to be like we've opened that portal today. And so we're going to dance around and explore those energies more and pull it into our body. And so uh, I'll see you tomorrow.
if you are feeling up to it, definitely go outside and share these energies with Gaia. Send that love out into our planetary family. Probably just gonna go and lie down on the ground now. Send all of this love and support and gratitude to her. Thank you for being here and for going in and being courageous, for being willing to, you know, do these work. It's sometimes not fun, <laughs> but it's worth it because this is how we reclaim ourselves and our sovereign, divine, creatorhood. Go out there and share it with your earth mama. everybody for tuning in for being open for allowing these energies to come in for our mother Gaia at this time if you can't go outside just make sure you send through your heart down into the crystalline core these energies that you have been building in your body before you go to bed just say hello to our earth mother and appreciate her just that simple heart connection is going to send the codes right through and so I'm so grateful to be here with everyone and I will see you all tomorrow. 
Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Starseed Mission Podcast and found some hidden treasures along the way. If you'd like to learn more about our work, our amazing community of starseeds and lightworkers, and the amazing healing containers and courses we host, please go to earthstar.academy. You can sign up for our free newsletter, or you can always find us on Instagram or YouTube at earthstar.academy. I love you to the stars and back. See you for the next episode of the Starseed Mission Podcast.